Do you know your hourly rate? We discussed that today and why knowing this will help take your business to the next level. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. All right, welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made for real estate agents and by real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly series called Social Bootcamp with Gogo Bethke. Let me tell you more about Gogo. Gogo came to the, well, let me, let me back up. Gogo Bethke came to the United States in 2003 to build her American dream. She was broke. She had no real estate experience and no sphere of influence, barely spoke English and only $6 to her name, which left her with nothing other than Facebook to help build her business, which is where she started. She created Gogo's Real Estate and began her real estate career. Now with the power of social media, Gogo has sold over, oh gosh, I don't, these are old numbers. It's well over a hundred million in real estate transactions. She shares the good, the bad, and the ugly of real estate and her honest snippets into her daily life has earned her tens of thousands of social media followers in the real estate community. And as she's earned the nickname, the queen of social media, she's actually even been presenting at conferences and events with realtors. And she's at, she even has built her own social media bootcamp for realtors called GoGo's Bootcamp. Today, she has a team of, of 800 agents nationwide. And her goal is to help as many agents as possible make a name for themselves in real estate utilizing social media. Now, if she can do it, this girl from Transylvania, Romania with no formal uh, United States education, no sphere of influence, no money, no experience, and an accent, anyone else can do it too. Please, please follow Gogo on Instagram. You can find her at at Gogo's Real Estate. That's G-O-G-O-S Real Estate. Uh, we also have a link to that in the show notes. And also, please invest in her boot camp. She has an amazing social media boot camp if you want to learn how to do more on social to attract clients, deepen relationships. And you can, boy, if, if I know every one of our listeners could probably use a little boost in their social media uh, sort of acumen. So definitely sign up for GoGo's. Uh, uh, social media bootcamp. And you can find that we have a special link. If you go to gogopodcast.com, gogopodcast.com, that will take you right to the special keeping it real link. We get a special discount. Gogo, welcome to the show. 
Cool. Thank you so much for having me. I am I am your biggest fan, and uh, we I have not seen you in some time because you are so insanely busy. It is I, I am so impressed with what you have accomplished. Um, it was just a couple of years ago where you did not have a team, you had no agents, and now you have how many agents do you have now working with you? Nine hundred and thirty. Oh my god. Oh my God. It took me in, in one month. We'll hit a thousand agents. This is this. And we should talk, tell our audience about this. So what we're talking about, Gogo works with EXP and she um, provides for her team, incredible training support. Um, she provides access to her programs. She is amazing. And she obviously is amazing because she has almost a thousand people on her team. And by the way, if you are out there listening, if you want to join GoGo's team or learn more about her team, maybe you're not getting the, um, the, the training or the support or the coaching that you need, GoGo, if one of our listeners wants to consider joining you, um, and by the way, you can be from any state in the country. You don't have to be in Michigan where GoGo is, is you know, technically located right now. Um, you can be from any state. Um, how should they reach out to you to see if they want to join? Yeah, the easiest way is my name.com. So gogobetki.com. When you go to my website, you're going to see a tab that's called EXP Partner With Me. And then go there, watch the videos and see if you like what you see. Uh, when we call Team GoGo, is not a team as in most real estate teams in the nation. We do not take a cut. So I don't become your team lead. I become your business partner and you owe me absolutely nothing. So everything that the company has to offer on top of everything else that we in the Team Google organization bring to the table with the boot camps and the weekly trainings and all that you get for free when you're business partners with us and you'll never have to give me a penny. Yeah, it's an awesome platform. I'm a big fan. And uh, I'm somebody who recruits realtors all day. And we only have, you've actually surpassed me. We only have about eight. You did. Yeah. So Gogo is, and she's going to take over the show now and I will be her guest. And she is the, no. I'm not competitive at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> here for myself. I'm excited because you've been, you've been ahead of me all this time. I have, I, we, we only have 800 agents here and now I feel like a big loser because you have 950 agents. So, uh, but anyway, let's. In one location though, don't forget to man, like that's insane to yeah, have like in one local market, that many agents. Like I, I could probably you. never do that in my neck of, I don't think we have 800 agents. Well, I'm glad you're not in my local market because I would not want to compete with you because that's how amazing you are. But let's talk to our, our audience today, which are from all over the country as well. And, you know, we, we, you're the queen of social media, but I think it would be really cool to talk about something. It's one of those things that it's a topic that you hear about and then you sort of like, go, ah, it's not that important, but it really is important is determining your hourly rate. Um, let's talk about that. So, you know, we, we are faced with so many different shiny objects and so many different things that can help you and so many different apps that you can buy and so many different things, right? But the thing is, you don't know if you need that. And number two, you don't know if you can afford that. And what I mean by that is there's, there's a break-even point in your career at some point where for a while you should be doing all of those activities because you cannot justify or afford to hire somebody to do those activities for you, right? But the question is, at what point can you afford it? So in order to know that, you need to know your hourly rate. So what I want you, um, what I would like to talk to you about today is um, your hourly rate on the listing side and on the buy side. 
you need to figure that out because it's different for most people. And then also to figure out how to hire a virtual assistant, a personal assistant, a transaction coordinator, should you hire that? Maybe a buyer's agent, at what point should you hire that, right? And what does that look like money-wise? So um, I have also have an exercise and I call the red light, green light exercise. So we can go into that later. Um, that will help you um, create the job description for that VA that you're going to hire in the future. So let's get started. You ready? Let's do it. So what do you think a nationwide um, commission is in average on the listing side? Uh, so I would think that 5% total, something like that. I mean, that. Uh, in dollar amount. Oh, okay. I $7,000 maybe. Oh, that's, I think that's really low. I think it's more like 12 nowadays. Well, it shows you what I know. Let's go with 12. Let's, let's meet you in the middle. Let's say it's 10,000 on the list. We'll say 10. <laughs> And then let's say it's 7,000 on the buy side. Okay. Okay. Usually buyers, you end up with less. Yeah. You are more buyers heavy than listing heavy. Okay. So if it's $10,000, think of it this way. From the moment that you are on that initial phone consultation with that seller, then you go out to the appointment. You're, you're going to do some comps. Maybe it's going to take you 20 minutes, right? You're going to do some comps. Then you're going to go out to the seller's house. You're going to have a little bit of a hey, nice to meet you, yada, yada, your conversation. Then you're going to tell them how much it's worth. Then they're going to tell you, yep, they're going to list with you. Then you're going to go home, do the paperwork. They're going to sign it with electronic signature, send it back to you. You're going to plug it into your MLS. Then you're going to do a little bit of marketing, a little bit of negotiations. You might drive out to the property a couple of times to do an open house, or maybe you drive out to meet the appraiser. And then you're going to go to the closing table. Right. In average, if you are very sufficient, if you're really good at your job, I, I'll say it would take you about seven hours to work with the seller. Does that sound right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. So if you take $10,000 and then we divide it by seven hours, your listing side of hourly rate is $1,428. Wow. So every time you're working with a seller, your hour is worth $1,400. Now let's calculate it on the buy side. On the buy side, we said an average commission would be about 7,000. On the buy side, in my opinion, you work about 12 hours with a buyer. You yeah. work because you're going to drive around, you're going to show them houses. Um, in some cases, you might even work more than 12 hours because the market's so high that you might have to, even though you work one out there and they're ready to make an offer on the first house they see, it might take you two, three, seven offers before they actually buy one. So let's say it's 12 hours, but if your hourly is longer than that, then do the math separate, right? So take your average buy side commission and divide it by the 12 hours or how many hours you think you work with the buyer. In this case, the buy side commission per hour or hourly rate um, is $583. Mm -hmm. So just from this math, $1,428 versus $583, where, who should I work with, sellers or buyers? Sellers. Right. So now we know that I should be concentrating on sellers and listings because that's where I make most amount of my money for the same time spent, right? Because right. you're going to spend an hour here, make $583. You're going to spend the same hour here, make $1,400, spend it here. Right. You make more money for the same time. Now, the next thing is paperwork. That should be the first thing that every agent removes from their plate. There is this thing called a TC, a transaction coordinator. It's going to change your life. If you're not using one, oh, just wait until you start using one. You're going to start loving real estate all over again. So the reason, yeah, go ahead. To totally agree. This is something that agents oftentimes think, I can't afford to hire an assistant. I can't afford to have a, a transaction coordinator. I'm new to the business. I can't do that. So how can they do that? 
how can they hire somebody when they're just starting out and they have no money? Okay. So I'm going to show you why you are losing money by not having more. You're losing money because here's the thing, right? Do you know how transaction coordinators get paid? They do transaction for you. Gets paid off of when the transaction closes. Closes. So if the transaction doesn't close for whatever reason, your buyers got cold feet, they no longer qualify, the seller no longer wants to sell, whatever, the basement flooded and the buyer doesn't want to buy it anymore, whatever the reason is, right? Doesn't matter if you don't get paid, they don't get paid. So it is not a cost to you. You're only pitching out that 350 bucks, $400, whatever they charge, or you're only pitching that out if and when your transaction actually closed. In most states, you can actually charge what we call a broker fee or a transaction fee. If you get to charge it, like in Michigan, we get to charge it. So I charge 6% on my listings and a 495 transaction fee. My TC actually gets paid out of my transaction fee. Right? Yeah, it's it's really not a cost to me. It's already built into our model. Now I'm just using it for a service. And now I'm going to show you how you are losing money by not having a TC. So number one, you're not paying your TC. It's not an upfront cost. Only if and when the deal closes. Number two, think of it this way. Truly, if you thought about your listings and your buy sites, all of the paperwork, right? So on the listing side, you have to create the listing paperwork. Then you have to plug it into the MLS, right? Then you have to negotiate back and forth, and then you're going to have some addendums. Then you're going to look at your closing CD and make sure everything's on there. So in between those, I would say you probably spend a good three hours through the lifetime of the file on paperwork. Okay, so now on the listing side, we know three hours for you on the listing side is 1428 times three is $4,314 is what it's costing you to push your own paper. Because if you took those three hours and you went and got yourself one more seller, you do whatever you did to get that last seller for three hours and you got yourself another seller, you ever got yourself another $10,000 commission. So it's yeah. costed you $4,314 to push your own paper. You try to save 400 or 350 or whatever OTC costs in your neck of the woods, right? And you lost 4,314. Yeah, so let, let, let's pause for a moment because that's really, really important. So what Gogo's really saying is, we get excited, right? We go to a listing presentation, we win the deal, we win the listing, and then we come home and we send all the paperwork over via dot loop or DocuSign or whatever system we're using. And now we're in the paperwork game. And guess what? Yes, it's exciting. It's fun. But is it the best use of your time? Well, we just proved that it isn't. And wouldn't it be cool if somebody could do that for three to $400? And oh, by the way, you only pay when it closes. So if it doesn't close, as Gogo said, almost all TC companies I'm aware of do not charge. So it is a total no-brainer. And we should also talk about what transaction coordinators actually do aside from paperwork. Well, depending if they're licensed or unlicensed, right? But if they're licensed, they can pretty much do everything you can. They're not going to negotiate for you, right? They're not going to show up at the inspection and negotiate the seller's concessions for you, right? That is your job. But when, let's say you did this, the home inspection, you call your TC on the way home and say, hey, they did the inspection. Everything was fine. You agreed on a $5,000 seller's concession. Can you please put together the addendum and just say all parties agree that seller is paying $5,000 seller's concession at closing to the buyer and then send it out to all parties. Done. It took me two seconds, right? I'll leave you a voice note on the phone. And then it's done. She's going to type it up. She's going to send it out to all parties and all the signatures are in. She's going to re, you know, resend it back to everybody again, make sure that it's updated your file with your broker and voila. It's 
probably going to take this person an hour or two. And in the meantime, go get, go sell another house, go get another seller. Yeah. And, and they can also help with important dates, right? Like all the important dates of a transaction, they are going, the transaction coordinator is going to know in advance what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, and they will help keep you on track and they'll just keep the paperwork out of your hands into their hands. So hire it out because you are losing money. And on buy side, okay, on the buy side, you're losing less because it's $583. So 583 times the three hours. So you're losing $1749. But you still, because if you promise yourself that those three hours that you just saved for yourself, you're going to spend it on lead generation, you're going to easily make another, at least another commission. Right. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our, one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh, yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. So don't lose money, make money, right? It's just math. The next thing is, okay, so who should be your next hire? Let's say you already have a TC. Right. So you're like, I already got that go. I've been using a DC for the last five years. Congratulations. You're smart. Okay. The rest of you, if you don't have a DC and you're wondering where you should go, you can check out smoothtc.com. It's smoothtc.com. The next hire should be a VA, a virtual assistant. I have like 30 plus and I love it. Now in some different positions, right? Your first, so your first virtual assistant should be your executive assistant. That should be the person that takes the everyday task off of your plate. So the reason when I realized finally dawned on me that this is stupid, it was LinkedIn. Not, it's not LinkedIn's fault. I had 946 messages, I think, when I logged in one day to LinkedIn. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to check all of these messages. Out of the uh, 946, I had four that I truly needed to address. The rest of them were all like, oh, so nice to me connected. Or could you come on my podcast? Or could you blah, 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 right? Like no, nothing that it was so important. Like I had four in there that I truly needed to address. And I was like, it took me like two and a half hours and I'm never going to get back. And I was like, do I, do, do these messages need to be checked? Because I didn't want to miss those four. Yes, they do need to be checked, but do they need to be checked by me? Right. Do you need to sift through 950 messages to find the four? No, not a good use of your time. Not a good use of my time. Somebody else can sip through them and then leave those four unopened, right? So then I know when I log in, I only have to check those four 
because the rest was already checked and taken care of. These four, they couldn't address on their own. So I can log in there, take care of it. Maybe it was personal. Maybe it was like a big decision that they couldn't make in my behalf or things like that. But other than that, a virtual assistant is checking all of my DMs. The only social media DM that I personally check is my Instagram. Everywhere else, on every single email, on every single DM, on every single social media, Facebook group or Facebook page, I have a virtual assistant. So let's do this exercise so you can figure out what, is, what type of assistant do you need for in the first place. So there's an exercise called the red light, green light exercise. I want you to take a piece of paper and clip it to a clipboard and draw a line in the middle. On the right-hand side, you're going to say red light. On the right-hand side, you're going to say green light. And you're going to walk around with that clipboard for a straight week. It's going to be attached to you by the hip. And every motion you take, every action you take, every call you make, every email you answer, every open house you hold, when you brush your teeth, when you walk the yard, when you run a load of laundry, when you show houses, right? Everything that you do is going to be on that spreadsheet. Red light means you can stop doing it. Stop it right now because you can hire it out. Those are your DMs, your emails, or those kind of stuff, right? The, the green light is brushing your teeth. Can you hire somebody to brush your teeth? I mean... If you had a Murphy, <laughs> you probably could <laughs> coming to America, right? You probably could, but other than that, you could probably brush your teeth for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. Walking your dog. Do you, does your dog need to be walked? Yes. Does he or she needs to be walked by you? No, that's red light, right? I have somebody in our house assistant and that is her job. She walks Charlie. Now on the weekends, don't get me wrong. I walk Charlie, right? So you have to separate the things of like red light, green light. Green light for me is social media. My posts, I will always make the post. Could I hire it out? Absolutely. I choose not to because I would lose my brand. I built a brand around my own self. I built a brand about my knowledge. I built a brand about my work ethic and, you know, I mean, my mindset. So I can't hire that portion out because if somebody else started typing up things that I usually would, if I would, it wouldn't be me anymore. It needs to be in your voice. It needs to be in my voice. So that's not something I can hire out, but I only make one post and it's on Instagram. And I do have a social media virtual assistant who takes it from Instagram and then plasters it everywhere else. She takes that post and I wrote and I post it on Instagram and puts it on LinkedIn. She takes the same post and puts it on all the different Facebook groups. She takes that post and puts it, right? So she helps me spread the world everywhere else, but I make the initial post. Right. So there's a million ways how you can do that. So walk around with that clipboard, red light, green light exercise. And in the end of the week, everything that you put in your red light, it's going to be able to be broken up into two different sections. Number one is going to be anything that can be done online. And number two section is going to be things that are going to have to be done in person. So like dropping off your dry cleaning, walking your dog, doing a load of laundry grocery shopping, right? That's in person. My virtual assistant from Brazil cannot grocery shop for me. I guess she could like the Kroger app and ship it to my house. Like, I, you know, there's always a way with that. But like the in-person physical stuff, like walking your dog, you, you will have to hire somebody for that in person, right? So we're going to put those aside for a minute because those are the ones that are going to cost you more. Um, we're going to talk about the virtual stuff. That's where you can get a virtual assistant. A virtual assistant in average is going to cost you about four bucks an hour. Yeah. So if your hourly rate is fourteen hundred and twenty-eight hours, right, or under twenty-eight dollars, let's see how many hours that is. Fourteen twenty-eight divided by four, a virtual assistant would work for three hundred and fifty-seven hours for the same amount of money. Or look at it this way: for one hour, you could hire three hundred and fifty-seven virtual assistants who would get paid the same amount as you get paid for that same hour. So 
where do people go if they want to find these virtual assistants? So I started out, I'm going between myself and my business partner, Sammy, we have about 10 years of experience now having hired virtual assistants. Um, you can start out on Upwork. So Upwork, U-P-W-O-R-K.com. You can go on there, make a job post, and they'll apply, and then you interview them, right? And then you have to give them access to things, and then you have to train them, and you have to have SOPs and yada, yada. You can absolutely take that route. Um, or you can hire us. We have a company that's called WeCloneYou.com because the goal is to have a bunch of mini use, right? So it's cloning you. And for exactly what job capacity you need a virtual assistant for, they already come trained um, and they come with all the SOPs. So, and we guarantee them for 90 days. So if they don't work out in that certain position for whatever reason, then we replace them for you with another one. And then also they come with the SOPs. So in the future, you don't have to come back to us, right? And it's a video-based training as well. We explain it from the high, the employee and the employer side of things, right? So for the employer, we talk about things like, um, you know, what 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 kind of pay structure, what kind of access you should give them, how to pay them, where to pay them, those kind of things that on the virtual assisting side, they don't need on the day-to-day basis. So on the virtual assisting side, they will get SOPs and video-based training of how to do their job, right? On this side, on the employer side, you get SOPs and video-based trainings on how to maintain having virtual assistants as employees. Can I tell you, I, I'm a huge fan of virtual assistants. I have a virtual assistant that I, uh, that I chat with every single morning. Um, and she and I go through my to do's every day. And she says, here's what you're doing today, DJ. Um, now, uh, and, and she's amazing. And she, we go through that. We prioritize, we, and then I have another virtual assistant that every Saturday after, um, in the morning, she goes through all of my expenses with me and she goes, Hey, I noticed these spending trends. I'd like you to, to save a little bit more. So I, it, it's like, I'm it's back incredible. At Starbucks, DJ. you went seven <laughs> times this week, you even- three times. My, my, one of my virtual assistants, uh, just this week went through the entire, um, here where I live in Chicago, we have all these amazing festivals going on over the weekends. She said, you know, I bet you guys want to go to a bunch of festivals. My my girlfriend and I, uh, this, this summer. And I said, yeah, she goes, I'm going to go through all of them. And I want you to tell me which ones you want to go to. And I'm going to set them up for you. It's like, these are, you you can even have them doing other tasks. I died and went to heaven. Yes. Love it. It's amazing. Think, think, because if I, if I go through all of those festivals, that'll take me a couple of hours. It's. And then you have, even if you say, oh yeah, I want to go. And you're like, oh, never mind. We are in Florida at that time. Right. So so not only do you have to go through it with the idea of like, do I even want to go to it in the first place? Then you have to match it up to your calendar. Right. And that's the part. Hey, I'll show you. That's the part where it's really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it's it this is this is what what we're really trying to do is is tell every all of our listeners that this is a mindset that you can you know in you don't have to control and do everything right and this is what we're talking about is outsource some of this stuff uh i my my virtual one of my virtual assistants even gives me date night ideas she's like hey this upcoming weekend here's five date night ideas that's really helpful for me that's super useful yeah she makes you be the best boyfriend ever that's right well you know here's another thing a virtual assistant uh is doing for me now i don't practice real estate but if i did i would use this in a different way 
I uh, have all of my friends and my, and, and my close, uh, you know, relationships. She went in and put everybody's birthday and anniversary date in my calendar so that I, and uh, a week before each of those events, she, uh, we have a task. Okay. So-and-so's birthday is coming up. Are we going to do something for that? Think about as an agent, of course, Gogo, I'm sure you've already done this, but you can do this for all of your clients, right? You could say, here's their home anniversary date. Here's, uh, you know, here's when they purchased the home last. Here's their actual wedding anniversary. Here's their birthday. Here's their kids' birthdays. And now you have, you can have all this information and you can use that to then deepen relationships with people. Absolutely. So we have uh, what's called a favorites list and we do, we fill that out for every client. So that's how we find out. I mean, we know the closing date, that's their home anniversary, right? But like, you know, what is their favorite um, sports team? What is their favorite coffee shop? What is their favorite restaurant? What is, do they have any allergies? How many kids do they have? What are their ages? When is their wedding anniversary? What are their individual birthdays? We plug all that into what in our CRM programming through their profile and then we set reminders. And then it's our, each of our agents responsibility and our team to keep in touch with those clients. Yeah. It's really the best way to reach out to somebody and not be salesy and go, Hey, are you ready to buy a home? You want to call and say, Hey, I know it's your child's birthday today. I just wanted to call and say happy birthday to your child. Like that's a huge thing. I, it was my friend's um, 14th wedding anniversary today. I sent them a text and they said, every year, DJ, you send this and you're the only person aside from their closest family yeah. members that knows that. And it's only because my virtual assistant put it in my calendar. That's amazing. Yeah, we do that for our agents. Everybody's birthdays in my calendar. We, we create a happy, like happy birthday music, their picture, all that, then we post it. So yeah, we try to do a lot of things and you definitely cannot do this on your own, right? So if you want to, if especially if you have a massive database, if you have like 10 clients, yeah, maybe you can remember on your own, right? But if you want to grow this to the levels that where you are making multi-millions in a year, you can't possibly do this alone. It takes a village. It takes a village. And the good news is the village is the entire world. We now are connected through technology and we can hire people, virtual assistants from other parts of the world where the cost of living is substantially different and um, very cost effective for people to hire some of these uh, the, these intelligent, wonderful workers um, to, you know, you're, you're helping them by giving them income and they're helping you by making your life a lot easier. So if someone wants to sort of explore hiring some people to help with, with tasks, you know, whether they're business tasks or, or home tasks, what, what, what do you recommend? I mean, you can also, I always go to YouTube for everything, right? So first go yeah. to YouTube and maybe just start watching some videos to even understand how people use virtual assistants. But I can walk you through a few different job titles that we have, right? So on my local team, they have a virtual assistant and her job duty is to take care of all the leads, right? And keep the database maintained. So when the favorites list comes in, update everybody's profile, set those reminders, like those kind of things, right? When a lead comes in, respond to them right away before an agent can respond to them so we don't lose them because our agents, our market is crazy, right? They're out on the market. They don't necessarily have the ability to get back within five minutes to every single lead. So then this way we earn ourselves some time by the virtual assistant responding to them. Then we have a numbers guy on our team and, and his name is Saeed. He runs all of our, like I'm the biggest nerd you'll ever meet. I, my trackers have trackers, right? So I double track everything from every angle you could possibly track it from. So 
he runs all of these reports. And then um, once a week, we have um, um, a kind of like a reports meeting. We go to everybody's tabs, right, on our spreadsheets. And then once a month, we have like an overall to see what money came in, what's going out, what's our retention rate, those kind of things, right? So that's our numbers guide. Then we have a, a few tech guides. So technology, I think, is very important, especially if you start running um, a team, right, because you're going to have issues with like not all agents are created equal, right? So some of your agents are going to need more handhelding than other agents. Some agents might not even know how to access their Google Calendar on their phone, right? They never use the calendar. And suddenly all of their appointments are going to be set up in a calendar they don't even know how to access, right? So then you're gonna, what we realize is even though I gave my Google Drive and all of my trackers and all of my apps and systems and contracts and you name it to my um, overall downline, right? We realize that when they open my lead tracker, it's 17 tabs. They're like, uh, but how do I use it? Well, things go, go, but how do I use it, right? So then we do trainings on that. So have yourself a technology person, even if it comes easy to you. If you want to grow a team, right? You're not going to have time to show Joe Schmo how to download Google app, right? You're not going to be able to do that. So have a tech person who can help your people. The next one is, you, of course, you, you should always start with an executive assistant. Like that should be the first thing you remove from your calendar. All the emails, the DMs, the, the nonsense that is just clogging your phones and your databases. And then we have a design assistant and her job is we celebrate birthdays and top agent attractors and top producers and icon agents and all of the celebratory things, right? All of those things have to be designed. All of those posts need to be made, right? So we have a design girl and her job is to make things pretty. So if it's somebody's birthday, she creates us these icon pictures, right? Or these birthday pictures and then be posted. So that is her job. Her job is design, make things pretty. And then we have uh, a social media girl. Her job is to take my posts from Instagram and plaster it everywhere. And then respond to those DMs and respond to those posts and, you know, keep all of those accounts live because I am everywhere, but I can't possibly be everywhere, right? So if I just think of it this way, if I make a post, my account reaches over 2 million accounts a month. If I make a post on Instagram and let's say 200 people respond and I'm going to make that same post on Facebook and let's say 200 people respond and I'm going to make that same post on LinkedIn and 200 people respond, that is 600 people. Right. And I don't want to take I mean, it's impossible to respond to everybody, but there are some really, really good, meaningful comments in there that I would like to get back to them so they know that it, it meant something. Right. So then now I'll get back to them, maybe if I can on Instagram, but everywhere else, everybody else is going to get back to them. Right. And then same with DMs, like all of these accounts, if you want to play the social media game, all of your accounts have to stay alive. In order to stay alive, you have to go, you have to have the back and forth, the communications, the posts, the people actually taking time out of their day to watch it, to comment, to like, to share, to follow. Right. So in order for those things to happen, you have to keep your accounts alive. And for that to happen, you have to post. And if you want to do it all, it's impossible. It is, it is impossible. And, and that's, so do you, so you were talking about when you post your social media um, content, that's what you really enjoy. That's the thing that, that is, it's, it's uniquely you. Um, And so that's what you enjoy the most too, right? Yeah. That is like, it's always been like, I don't like to say that it's my job, but it's my job in the sense of when I decided to take an avenue in real estate to not be a broke agent, right? To actually make money in real estate. I went through the process of cold calling, buying Zillow leads. Like I never done those, but I interviewed others, right? And they farmed areas, they bought leads, they cold called their door knocked their, you know, all that. And I was like, I'm not doing that. 
So when I decided to do social media, that is my job. Just like a cold carter takes their job seriously and they cold car from 8 to 11 every single morning, I do social media every single day because that is my job. But because I love it, it doesn't feel like a job. I truly enjoy doing that, but it's still a job. I have to stay consistent. And I did for 11 years. Yeah, and it's amazing. Um, so what we're really talking about are systems, right? So this is a conversation about having systems. So the first thing, as Gogo said, you get the clipboard, you make the line down the middle, red light, green light. First, let's figure out what parts of your life we can delegate, we can take off your plate. And, and some of those things we're going to have to do in person. We just can't avoid it. Other things, digital things, invisible things, we can do that. We can hire that out for people all over the world who would be happy to do it for you at a very uh, reasonable price. And then you just have to give them access. And like you said, and then all of a sudden your time now opens up. It's, it's a bit of a shift. Um, and, and it takes, it, it, there's a little bit of a barrier there to, to break through once you do it. I mean, I, I started doing it years ago. It was a total game changer for me as well. Um, and it's not that I don't want to do things for myself. It's not like I sit around now with all this extra time and just you know, stare at the sky. Yeah. I no, I'm busy. Um, but this there's so life is really hard and this is a way to make life just a little bit less hard like if you know every single month you should be writing uh like brian buffini would say you know these um personal notes right brian buffini's all about personal notes but if you if you say well i know i should be writing 100 personal notes a month but i'm not doing it then maybe it's time to hire somebody to help you do that. It doesn't mean you don't write them. It means that somebody can help you make that faster and easier and better. There's all sorts of things that we can hire out for. And remember, we're running a business. So let's well, hire just maybe, I mean, even like not to create yourself more work to, you know, for a while, you're going to create yourself more work, but eventually you're going to get to the point where you're like, I just want to gain an hour back with my kids. Yeah. I just want to sit on the beach for an hour and everybody lose my number. Yeah. Right. At some point, you're just going to have someone to do some time freedom stuff. I think it's great. And anyone who, even if you're not on a team, even if it's just you and you're the only one practicing, get yourself some help. It's really, it, this is, the job is too hard without it. Don't be uh, a, an island, right? They say, um, you know, be, be, get other, get, it, it takes a village as Gogo says. So get your tribe. Um, and the good news is we live in a time where we can get our tribe from all over the world and for reasonable prices. So tell us about the, the, uh, the TC and the virtual assistant platform that you have. Yeah. So the TC one is smooth TC. And that started with the idea that people, I, I go and you know, speak all the time. And I talk about these kind of things, like, you know, how to make more money and remove things from your plate and grow and yada, yada. And um, I would get asked all the time about like, what TC company do I recommend? And I really, the TC company that I used for my local team was not taking on any more clients. And I was like, I don't know. I don't like to recommend companies or systems and processes that I don't personally use. So I was like, okay, I guess it's time for me to open one. So we do have a company called Smooth TC. You are more than welcome to check us out at smoothtc.com. Smooth came from the idea of smooth sailing all the way to the closing table, right? Um, so just check us out, go to smoothtc.com and see if we would be a good fit. And then the, the week one, you kind of came 
the same thing. We already have the bootcamp, right? So we have the agent attraction bootcamp and the social media bootcamp. And even in the in both of the bootcamps, you have a lot of virtual assistant that helps us run it, right? And so our clients are used to seeing all kinds of or correspondence with all kinds of virtual assistants through the program. And so they were always asking us, so how can I get my own VA? Can you recommend a VA? How about a VA company? And we would always send everybody back to Upwork because that's how our scheme originally, right? And uh, eventually people were just like, can you just get me one trained? Like, I don't want to go through all the trouble of finding them and training them and the cultural differences and then hourly differences and how do I pay them? And they were all coming back to us with a million other questions. So we created We Clone You and We Clone You is, is very similar to all of my other boot camps where it's a video-based training, right? So I share my knowledge on the employer side of things and all of my ways share their knowledge on what they do for me. Every single VA has their SOPs written out, step-by-step instructions for every step that they take for me. So then the person who's going to buy the program if they decide to, they can literally buy it, own it forever and never have to come back to us to hire another VA. The next VA that they get, they could just go out on the market and say, oh, you're an executive assistant. Hey, log in here, watch all these videos. Here's your SOP. Two weeks from now, start working your job. I love it. I mean, SOP for anyone listening is standard operating procedure. Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. So basically you're, you're creating videos so that if the virtual assistant doesn't work out, you can plug somebody new into it. But I think that's a great place to wrap up. So what we're, we're really just to recap what we talked about. First, we talked about how much are you worth per hour? What is your rate? What are you worth? Um, and then where should you spend your time? Well, if you don't have enough time, we just created a way to get you more time by hiring virtual assistants to help. I guarantee you could earn back, I would say at least an hour or two a day, wouldn't you say? Easy. I'm um, depending how many help you have, right? If you have one person helping you for now, then yeah, it's an hour. But imagine the growth that you can create for yourself when you have diff- multiple of them, right? In different positions. Because at first, the mistake I made is I hired one and I wanted her to do everything. Than I do. <laughs> There's only one crazy person like me, right? Um, so it's like imagine creating a bunch of you that they specialize in that one thing, right? Because for example, now they can start doing things for you that you're not good at. Like yeah, how about not- all the trackers that you want, but you hate numbers, right? right. Well, hire that person who's going to plug all those numbers in there for you. I'm going to tell you in the end of the month, if you're positive, negative, where you're blowing money, where you're not making revenue, right? So it's like it, they can do things for you. Not only they can do things for you that you're already doing, but now they can start doing things for you that you never had the time to do or the talent. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. This is a great opportunity. Everyone go out. And, and consider hiring every single person who's listening can afford to hire a virtual assistant. I promise you can. Um, and if you, and, and you can, so you just can and think about tasks that are dragging you down and just start slow, come, come up with a couple of tasks, have them do that. Even if it's just one hour a day, even if they're, you're just paying one hour a day wage, that's an hour a day that you're going to get back. So it's a total no-brainer. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Um, Gogo, also, let's talk about your bootcamp. Tell us about your bootcamp. So gogosbootcamp.com, it started with the social media, which we're updating right now. Actually, we are stopped sales for a hot minute until we're updating everything, then we start over. Um, then we have uh, the agent attraction bootcamp. So that one is regarding, that one is for agents or teams or team leaders or uh, broker owners that want to grow their teams, right? Or downline, depending what brokers they are with. And um, then we added on the TC company and the VA company. So you can actually find everything that I do under gogosbootcamp.com, but also in the same time, they 
each their own individual company. So those websites that I said, the SmoothTC, the Reclone You, they all pretty much lead the, you know, or what do they say? All roads lead to Rome. Yeah, they all lead back to gogosbootcamp.com eventually, yeah. I love it. So everyone go visit gogopodcast.com because you get actually a special discount for listeners of Keeping It Real Podcast. So visit gogopodcast.com. I promise this will be the uh, incredible investment into your business. Everybody could use a boost in social media um, and GoGo has already paved the way. So you don't have to try and fail and you just can learn from all of her trials and tribulations and she already knows what works and she updates it uh, all the time. I mean, gosh, I don't know how many iterations of the boot camp have already happened, but you have added dozens and dozens and dozens of hours since it launched. Yes. Um, there's tons and tons of content there. So go visit gogopodcast.com. And also please follow gogo at on Instagram at gogos real estate. That's G O G O S real estate. And also you can find her on our website, gogobethke.com, B E T H K E. So G O G O B E T H K E.com and check out everything related to gogo. And if you want to join her team, if you think that she would be a great mentor to have, and she would definitely go to gogobethke.com and you can find out more about joining her real estate team and it'll help, she'll help take your business to the next level. Gogo, thank you so much. Once again, you've been with us since the very beginning. We're honored to have you. And uh, we, we're so thrilled to have you. Um, thanks for being such a supporter of our show and we will see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, Gogo. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh.